Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, May 15th. S&P futures are trading up about 11 points. That's 40 basis points. Europe is playing catch up to the U.S. yesterday. So Europe is rallying over a percent. Asia had a mixed evening, um, although it was generally biased higher. And none of the major indices suffered huge losses. So, you know, just in running through news quickly for this morning, um, a relatively uh, quiet 12 hours. Uh, the big focus is on economic data. So you had a lot of April numbers out of China. The industrial production was a little bit better than expected. And you're seeing that play out in, in European trading. So autos, industrials, and basic resources are all very strong in Europe, especially autos and basic resources. Those groups tend to be most sensitive to industrial figures that come out of China. So industrial production from China was a little bit better than expected. Retail sales, though, were a little bit worse than expected. So you know you can continue to see the economic recovery proceed in China as they're now several months from the most acute phase of their downturn, but it's certainly not an even one. Um, and it's not particularly robust. Industrial production you know, really did not spike. It was still up low single digits year on year. Uh, the GDP figures out of Europe for Q1, both the Eurozone and German, Germany were right in line with expectations. Nothing really to say there. The Indian trade numbers that were out overnight for April were very soft. Um, so that to me is kind of the major macro news. There's really not a lot else to talk about as far as big incremental headlines, um, you are going to see the House vote today on the Pelosi stimulus bill. This is a three trillion dollar bill. Um, you know, Republicans have called it dead on arrival, which it probably is, but it is going to form the basis for negotiations. So you are seeing both sides now informally start to negotiate, um, really in the press with one another, where they talk to each other through the media. Um, you know, it looks very likely you will get a fifth stimulus bill. It's probably not going to be as big as three trillion, but it could be. You know, it's probably going to be two trillion plus, um, and it may not get signed into law until June. But clearly, there is an impetus in Washington to do more. Um, you know, in terms of uh, either handing out another round of stimulus checks or extending the federal unemployment benefits beyond July. Um, you know, et cetera. So that process is underway. Um, in terms of company-specific news, again, a relatively slow evening in the U.S., but AMAT reported earnings. This is the second April end report after Cisco on Wednesday, and AMAT was pretty decent to headline. Revenue and EPS figures for the April end quarter were a little bit light, but that had to do more with just shipment delays on semi-equipment. Um, the, the qualitative tone was actually quite bullish in terms of what management is seeing, in terms of demand trends, et cetera. Um, and then Taiwan Semi overnight confirmed that they will be building a $12 billion chip factory in Arizona. Remember, this was reported in the journal late in trading on Thursday. So Taiwan Semi is confirming that. Um, you had a couple of other minor items. Dillard's is technically the first official retail report for their April and quarter. Um, you know, nothing really to see there. I think, you know, we're coming up into a very busy season of retail earnings for the companies that have been shut down and that are just reopening. Um, you know, the key to watch is just kind of the the linearity of sales and the stores that have been reopened. So the first batch of stores at Dillard's reopened on May 5th. And they said that sales in those stores are at about 56% of last year's performance. 
So you can read into that what you want. Some people think that's a little bit faster than expected. Obviously, you know, you're still down about, um, you know, over 40% near on year. Um, you are coming up, you know, like I said, there's a lot more retailers that kick off next week. Um, you have Home Depot, Kohl's and Walmart Tuesday morning. Again, Home Depot and Walmart have been open this whole time. So, um, you know, clearly they have been seeing uh, fluctuations in sales trends depending on where we were and in what stage of the crisis. Um, and then you also have a bunch of retailers that have been closed. So Macy's in particular will be giving out Q1 sales on, on uh, Thursday, the 21st. Um, so just quickly, term, you know, just recapping news for today, like I said, there's really not much else out there to talk about. Um, you know, you, you continue to have this market that the volatility in the price action um, vastly exceeds the changes in underlying fundamentals. So you saw that again yesterday where you had this enormous rally off the lows in all the major indices. Um, really for no clear fundamental reason. Now, I know that people have their suspicions and and there were a lot of headlines and reasons sent around. Um, you know, the more the more obscure your headline, the better it seems to be um, to justify movements in the tape. But there really was not a lot of major news out um, yesterday. I think it just goes to show that, um, you know, 2,800, I, I, I say, is, is very neutral risk reward in this market. Um, I don't think the upside is very compelling. I don't think you have tremendous downside risk either, though. Um, you know, specifically on the downside risk, I think you're protected by stimulus, which again, is, it's extreme on the monetary and the fiscal front, and it's not done. You're going to see more action get taken. Um, and then in terms of the 2021 EPS estimate, um, you know, I think a 160 plus figure is still very reasonable. You don't get a lot of pushback on that number um, from, bull, from bulls or bears. And so you have some valuation support. Um you know, again, I, I'm not in the camp that, you know, 20 times plus is going to be the new normal in this market. And I push back on people just kind of uh, extrapolating where rates are and, and using equity risk premium models on a linear basis to get a PE ratio. Um, but you do have some valuation support from stimulus and that EPS number for next year. I still think, though, that the narratives around various different topics, including reopening and linearity in terms of company trends from the trough in early April, that requires some adjustment. You're seeing that take place, um, as, as well as some of the talk around drugs and vaccines and just how quickly you're going to see therapeutics hit the market um, and how quickly you'll see vaccines hit the market. You know, one of the topics of discussion yesterday was this Oxford vaccine candidate, which is thought to be one of the furthest along of all the various different shots on goal. Um, you know, there was a study reported about how it was very um, effective in, in monkeys. Um, you know, again, that news is encouraging, but it was also out in late April. Yes. So you're seeing this kind of, again, this theme of recycling old news to to rally stocks. Um, and to me, that suggests, um, you know, just an unhealthy behavior. You kind of want to you want to stop to see the, the you know, the repeated enthusiasm over various different reopening announcements um, and then and then on various different kind of forms of the same piece of news when it concerns drugs or vaccines. Um, you know, I think in the very, very near term, your risks are probably to the downside. So I think the sell-off that we saw um, earlier in the week that kind of uh, came to a halt yesterday morning, I think that has a little bit more to go. Um, again, I don't think it's very large. I think your, you know, your downside is 2,600 to 2,700. Um, I just, again, I don't see the case for near-term upside at these levels. So it, it's very neutral in my view. Um, so just quickly running through for today's calendar, you have a lot of U.S. economic data. I think the big focus is on the May numbers, not the April numbers. So you have May uh, Empire Manufacturing Index, and then you have May uh, Michigan Confidence. So that's at 8.30 and 10 a.m. respectively. Um, again, I think the big, the big question now is whether or not you see May data stabilized versus April. 
Um, I don't really think the U.S. retail sales for April or the industrial production uh, for April, which are also out today, I don't think those are really going to be all that meaningful. Um, again, it's more the May numbers. And then just quickly on next week, the big economic focus will be the flash PMIs that come out um, for the month of May. So again, these are kind of the best indicator, the broadest indicator, uh, the first indicator that you will see for the month of May. And those are out Thursday morning on the 21st. Um, on the earnings front for today, you have JD out of China, and then you have um, VFC in the US on the retail front. That's pretty much it. Should be a relatively quiet session as far as major news is concerned. Um, Next week, like I said, the flash PMIs will be the big area of macro focus. Powell and Mnuchin will both be testifying on Tuesday. Again, I don't think the Fed, you know, it's really not, um, I don't think the market is really looking for anything out of the Fed in the near term. So I doubt that that testimony will be, um, you know, revelatory or will be a, a meaningful catalyst for the market. I think the big focus next week will be on April and earnings. So you're really getting into the heart of the season. Like I said, you have a lot of retailers and a lot of tech companies all reporting. Um, you know, Walmart Tuesday morning, you have Target Wednesday morning. Analog devices is Wednesday morning too. I think that would be a critical number for tech. Um, NVIDIA is Thursday after the close. So that to me is kind of your real focus will be just on those April end earnings companies. And, and, and again, the linearity, qualitative commentary about how business has trended um, exiting the quarter and then, and then so far into May. So that is everything for today. Um, thank you for listening.